hungry. hungry. Run, run the track. Darling, there's only one God. The Dirty Bag Podcast is your virtual check-in spot to celebrate the highs, unpack the lows, and sort through the in-betweens of life. It's a place to laugh, cry, self-correct, and cut up. I'm your host, Cookie, and I'm in these grown folk trenches right along with you. Well, darling, there's only one God. Darling, there's only Welcome to the Dirty Bag Podcast. I'm your host, Cookie. And first order of business, aside from me thanking you for joining me as always, if you are on the audio tip, we do have the YouTube. Make sure to subscribe, like, share with your network, let them know we out here, leave a comment, rip me apart whatever it is you feel the need to do, but let me know you're with me. So first off, do you know what today is? It's not our anniversary, but it was a couple of days ago. Y'all dirty bag turned two. Can you believe it's already been two years? And I'm sitting here reflecting on the fact that I literally moved to Dallas weeks before Thanksgiving and launched this Joker days before Thanksgiving. I wasn't even fully unpacked yet. (laughs) I wasn't fully unpacked while I was preparing to launch a platform focused on unpacking. Girl, I just be out here doing some crazy ass shit. That's what I've learned about myself is I really just be doing anything. Not a bad thing, but I, I, I really been out here making things happen. So You've been supporting the platform. Thank you so much for rocking with me in this short period of time. We, we actually celebrated our second magazine feature here in Dallas, y'all. This is such a huge deal. Um, first off, you know, shout out um, to Voyage Dallas, but then we got shout out DFW. I mean, I want to say within a couple of months apart to somebody else that may not mean a whole lot, but to somebody that's moved to a brand new city where folks really don't know you like that and you really kind of having to prove yourself and folks mentioning your name, that's major to me. That is major to me. And I'm definitely in a space of gratitude and also smelling my flowers. I think sometimes we work so hard to get to a certain level or to be acknowledged for a thing that afterwards it's like, all right, what's next? What's next? We don't take time to enjoy the moment. I'm taking the time to enjoy the moment, all the moments. I'm looking at the fact that some of the things I discussed on the podcast, maybe a year ago, I'm not even in that space now. In the, in the eleva- it's the elevation for me, okay? Always. So today... Um, in light of the two-year anniversary and some of the flowers and the acknowledgement this platform has given, has been given, I just really want to take a short moment to just really encourage y'all, really to push you a little bit. I I really want to put my, I don't want to put my foot on your neck. I just want to get my foot close enough and to raise my knee high enough to where you know what's about to happen. So get on your shit. What this last two years has taught me While this platform has really stretched me as a person, as a creative, and even in the ways that I express myself and what I'm hesitant to do and wanting to take more risk, I realize that we are really always in our own way. And some of the simplest things about your journey to you are major to other people. 
I'm speaking to who I spoke about in that first, that very first episode when I said the least of these, the silent heroes, those that do the work behind closed doors. I'm talking to y'all today. The fact of the matter is this platform has become what it is because some of the dopest people who are just so low key and so humble but have amazing stories and trusted me enough to lend them to me. Sometimes people like y'all play real fucking small. Really small. And I want you to stop that shit like yesterday. A lot of y'all know that you have callings. You got a calling on your life. You know you do. You keep making excuses for why you ain't executing. You blaming it on a website. Or I want to get this together. I want to get that together. I'm just going to post in my stories first. I need y'all to cut it out. I think social media kind of has us in a chokehold where you're watching all these content creators and all these influencers and you're seeing how they move and you're looking at this, this picture perfect, just flawless content that has got you froze. You have, um, what do they call it? It's a term, analysis paralysis, where you just like stuck and just overthinking things and, you know, making life harder for yourself instead of just trying. Y'all remember season one, there were episodes where the audio was trash. I'm using a $35 microphone in my bedroom on Zoom on a laptop that is not cookie friendly at all. That broad had it out to me, had it out for me. She was giving me all the smoke all the time. But I did it. I, I absolutely did it. And I've grown through it and I had some growing pains. There's been a couple of people that have spoke to me over the past few months about thinking about starting a podcast. Let's just start there. I'm no expert. I'm clearly still a baby in the game, right? Two years ain't shit. Most folks have to do a thing for eight to 10 years before they really take off or, or whatever it is it's meant to, whatever the thing is meant to be, it takes time. So I understand that it's always boot camp. You paying your dues, you putting in work and you have to enjoy the journey. But the one thing I would say to anybody that's going to start a podcast, I feel like we've spoken about this before is make sure you got something to talk about. We're in this era where everybody just wants to start one. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I feel like it's a lot of folks that started podcasts that probably need to give their microphone away. <laughs> but understand that above all else, I guess depending on your purpose, your superpower is your story. Your superpower is your testimony. And so many people trying to put on these facades and these images that they're forgetting that your journey, your unique life story, uh, the peaks and the valleys is going to motivate somebody and it's going to make you more relatable. It'll humanize you as opposed to trying to find a, a controversial topic for clickbait and all that bullshit. I'm really not for it. I always ask myself, what is it you love most? The people that you admire most, what is it that you like about them? And I remember... Um, it's, it's their ability to be vulnerable and to talk about the why behind the what and how they got to where they are. I think one of the things that people like about me that's, that, that's kept me going and that keeps people rocking with me is that I will tell y'all about my low moments. We can talk about making six figures and being in white corporate and getting promotions and having lived that life. But we can also discuss how there were times where I was dead broke and I'm just... I'm putting $3 in my tank trying to make it to payday or how my son was extremely young and 
I wasn't making no real money yet, but I wanted to make sure he had a good birthday party. So I took out a, a predatory um, payday loan. I'll discuss those parts of my life. And that's something that you have to be willing to do. How open are you really, how, how open are you willing to be with your audience? Or are you willing to talk about your stupid era or that man or woman that you know damn well is toxic and that you would get dogged out if you let your friends or family know you still rocking with them, but you do it anyway because of the familiarity and the way they make you feel. And because they tap into something and fill a void, something that your mom or dad never told you or never made you feel as far as being loved, they do that for you. Like, are you willing to discuss those parts, those layers of you? I say, if you have those types of stories, share them. What happens when you, when you share the tough parts of your life with your audience is you grow from it. It can be very cathartic, but also it's an open diary for you to reflect back on once you get to a certain space. To me, nobody has credibility that can't talk about those low moments. If you want me to buy into anything you got going on, um, if you one of them people selling courses, you call yourself a motivational speaker, you call yourself a safe space, you call yourself whatever. Tell me about them dark moments. Earn my vulnerability. And that's something that I, I would highly suggest you do if you're thinking about starting a podcast. And also um, tap into the moment. If you are at home and, and there's a feeling coming over you or there's a word on your heart, record that shit. That is content for later on. Be in that moment. Please, because you can't waste it. There is something about capitalizing on authentic moments because you can't lie. In that moment, you cannot lie. I've had some times where I felt really dark or I felt really sad about something or I realized I wasn't over something or an offense or an opportunity that I skipped out on. I, I was having a real moment where I had a lot to say. Maybe I wasn't in the studio, but I either recorded myself or I wrote it out. Take advantage of your vulnerable moments, please. Cause you're not always guaranteed to be, you're not always guaranteed to feel that free. So your stories and your, those moments that you're embarrassed about, or you weren't at your greatest, I promise those are your superpowers. Cause before, for somebody else to see you discuss something that they thought only they experienced, you are building a community of people that trust you because they know where you've been. And that's why I always joke about how I love me a hood dude. I do. <laughs> I love somebody that's been somewhere, that's been through it. We can relate on a different level. I, I like that. I don't, I don't want that bougie, um, silver spoon fed, even that type of circle. That just doesn't work for a girl like me. It doesn't. If I'm ever in a space where I have to shrink myself because certain people don't have scars that I have, I can't rock with y'all. I can't fool with y'all. So, yes, if you are thinking about starting a podcast, think about how vulnerable you're looking to be. Think about what is it about your life that can be a teachable moment for somebody and, and truly tap into it. Tr truly tap into it. It's the best thing you could do. Now, Back to y'all, you potential business owners, you speakers, you hairdressers, you event planners, you landscaper, you people, some of y'all are walking around so scared. If I can tell y'all anything, remember, I quit a job 
with a major Fortune 500 company, with a very comfortable salary, with a very nice position, a very nice title. I walked away from it during COVID when folks were getting furloughed left and right because I knew it wasn't enough for me. That position and me being comfortable with it was holding me back. I knew I wasn't happy. I knew I was being tried. But I will say this to y'all. When you take that leap, cuz the universe is going to honor it. If it's got whatever you believe in, God is going to honor that boldness and that faith. I see some of y'all just so unhappy sometimes. And it's almost like you don't think you deserve anything better in life than that situation you in. That job, these jobs will wear you out. And the minute they are tired of you, they will, fall, they will fire your ass at will. If you don't fall in line with their initiative, what they got going on, or even the culture. If you don't kiss enough ass, you can lose your job. So for that reason, think about what is it that's on my mind when I lay down at night, when I wake up in the morning? And how can I make that a lifestyle? Or maybe not necessarily a lifestyle. How can I incorporate that into my existence to make sure I'm living a full whole life? It ain't full whole life ain't coming from having no man, y'all. I know we have that conversation. It's from you walking in your purpose. There are way too many people that are not walking in their purpose, but you watching other people walk in theirs, which is dangerous. I think that's kind of where, you know, envy creeps in, that people get frustrated if they seeing you do things they don't have the balls to do. We're going to get on that later, though. If you have time to sit on social media all day and to swipe through everybody's stories, you have time to do the things that make you happy. Because, I mean, let's be honest. Some of us can get caught up on Instagram and before you know it, two hours have passed. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So I encourage y'all, like, in 2023, what is it that I would really like to do that would really make me happy, but I've been scared to do? Because I want to be able to celebrate everybody's anniversaries. I, I truly do. And, and surround yourself with people that are also on the same mission. It's very difficult to be in a circle. It's very difficult to be in a circle full of people. That ain't going after they what they want. If they are not going after what they want, they're going to they gonna start to resent your ass. I don't care what nobody say. Unfulfilled efforts, <laughs> I feel like that's the gateway drug to envy. It's the gateway drug to resentment. Because why is this person over here getting X, Y, Z, and where is my turn? And some of y'all really get intimidated by what y'all see on social media. Can I, can I say something real quick? Y'all be out here intimidated by these influencers and these, these people. But when I meet a lot of these people in person, I've learned this over the years, half of them got the personalities of dry paint, standoffish, stuck up, nothing to be intimidated by. But they had focus. They got drive. Something you need. Don't let these folks on social media that's got the personality of Popeye's biscuits in person have you intimidated and scared to make a move and go after the things that you want to go after. Please don't, for the love of God. And pour into your cup and make sure you, before you get the rah-rah-rah and hyping everybody else up, I said this before, make sure you hyping you up. Make sure you putting all that energy into your damn self.
And also, hey, can we get into how good I look today? Uh, shout out to Sydney, my makeup artist. Um, <laughs> shout out to my lash tech. Um, lash mommy DTX getting me together. I look so good, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. Just got to really see this face. And then I'm wearing Jay Bolin. This is a custom Jay Bolin piece. I had to come with the class today, y'all. Custom Jay Bolin. Ain't nothing like supporting a black designer. Ain't nothing like supporting a black fashion stylist. You just feel different. You feel like you are making the ancestors proud when you support black businesses <laughs> in this way. I'm just, it's, it's just giving very seat at the table, even though I don't want it, but you want me there. And I have this quote, oh my God, I wrote this out like a year, two years ago. And I'm gonna say it again, for those of you that don't, don't follow the Instagram. Quit waiting for an invitation at somebody else's table when you got the juice to create your own shit and to build your own table from scratch. That's the problem. So many of y'all are stalling on what it is you're supposed to do because you're waiting on an invitation from somebody else. Why? My thought process is this. If you can put me on, you can take me off. I want to always be able, um, as um, my early season guest, um, comedian Mo, he said, I am Taking the stairs I built. And it's like one of the best quotes I heard all season thus far. I'm taking the stairs I built. And you should as well. I think there's nothing more satisfying than knowing you really got it out the mud and that's your work. Don't wait for an invitation. I definitely waited for invitations from folks because I put them on a, on a pedestal they didn't deserve to fucking be on. Like, y'all really be out here doubt, doubting God's calling and purpose for your life. Because you're worried about these other people that make social media look really good. Half the time, they're not even happy. So I wanted to keep it short and sweet today, y'all. I didn't have a whole lot to say because I'm low-key in celebratory mode. I got some great episodes I'm in the tuck for you. But for now, Cookie is taking her flowers. She is smelling her flowers. She is thanking you for tuning in and supporting this podcast. I'm telling you, if you want to start one, get after it. But enter the space with authenticity and purpose. If you have gifts that you are sitting on, y'all, my homegirl made a cake for my three-year-old when the venue canceled. They canceled it. Well, they didn't have a cake vendor. She made the most lavish cake. When I tell you I had folks all over Facebook asking, like, where is she located? I want to get I want to get a cake. Um, what is this? This looks delicious. Oh, my God. I would come all the way to Texas for that cake. And now I'm on her, my foot's on her neck. Y'all don't be knowing how people really want what you have. But you let folks with these big ass followings. Sometimes they bought these followers. And you can tell because when you look at the likes, it ain't the math ain't mathing. Stand in your purpose. Trust your gift. That's the message today. That's it. <laughs> I don't have a whole lot to say to y'all today. This is my check-in. This is my encouraging you. This is me telling you, trust your gifts. Trust that making room for your gifts, your gifts will make room for you. Trust somebody wants what you have. Trust you ain't got all day to be staring at other folks' social media and you ain't done nothing. Not saying that you have to be on social media all the time, but damn it, you better be putting in some work. That's it. That's all. Very simple today. So um, I don't know what we in no more half the time. I'm not sure whether or not we coming or going. Um, 
So we're applicable. Wear your mask, wash your hands, socially distance. And when you get a free moment, please remember to clean out your whole ass dirty bag. Till next time. Well, darling.